we need you this afternoon to shield us, to save us in the mighty name from the wolves, to, to, Lord, to save us in the mighty name of Jesus from all these other teachings, the false prophets in town and all over the world. Lord, save us, protect us in the name of the Lord Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name. Praise the Lord. You may have your seat. Our friends online, my name is uh, Henry Simba and, uh, and uh, the brothers in uh, the congregation. My name is uh, Henry Simba. I am married. My wife is Catherine. And uh, we have two boys. Praise the Lord. And uh, um, so I bring to you God's word this afternoon from the book of Joshua. From the book of Joshua. So we are going to read verse from verse 1, Joshua chapter 1, from verse 1 up to verse 4. Praise the Lord. Uh, before I take this reading, let us, let, let us pray again. Our God and our Father, we bless your name. Lord, at the reading of your word, we ask for a blessing in the name of the Lord Jesus in Jesus' name. Once again, I would like to say thank you, All Saints Cathedral, for allowing me to share the word of God uh, with God's people this afternoon. Joshua chapter 1, from verse 1 up to 4, it says, After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, you and all these people, into the land that I am giving to them, to the people of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have, I have given to you, just as I promised to Moses. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites to the great sea, toward, toward the going down of the sun, shall be your territory. Praise the Lord. That's the word of the Lord this afternoon. Praise the name of the Lord. So our topic this afternoon is... Arise and possess. Praise the Lord. Our, to our topic this afternoon is arise and possess. Praise the Lord. And it comes actually from this passage where the Lord spoke to Joshua telling him arise and possess. Praise the Lord. So, a brief background about this passage. Joshua, an assistant of, he's an assistant of what? Of Moses. The Lord is speaking to Joshua as in, my servant Moses is dead. He's no more. So he's giving him uh, instructions. He's giving him uh, uh, an assignment. Praise the Lord. So these people, this passage, where we are, they were coming from... Uh, from Egypt, from slavery. 
And the Lord promised to them through Moses now, the, who was the leader, that he was going to give to them the land. Praise the Lord. Moses carried them all through the desert, the desert, the wilderness, until that point. So he failed to go in the what? He could not make it to the promised land. Why? Because of um, disobedience, rebellion. When he was asked to do what? To ask for the water from the rock, he just hit it. He hit the what? The rock. Uh, you know, so many times. Praise the Lord. Now, <laughs> where does it come from? Trouble came in the world on earth. In Genesis chapter 3, Adam and Eve, they were sent away from the what? From the garden. God told them, go away. Why? They rebelled against the will of the Lord. The command was, do not eat from the tree which is in the middle of the what? Of the garden. The tree of knowledge of good and what? And evil. They crossed the boundaries. They ate from that tree. So God sent them, and there were judgments which were released on man, the serpent, and, yeah, and, and even his wife, uh, Eve. Praise the Lord. So God sent them away. He put a cherubim at the entry point of the garden such that man could not, Adam could not access it. Praise the Lord. Now, for all this, when you read this history, redemptive history, God was looking for a man. Someone who is going to worship him in truth and in what? In spirit. A faithful worshiper. So now you come to the generation of Noah. Again, the eight people, they messed up. Uh, Ham messed up. He did some, uh, whatever, something to the father and uh, you know that generation. So now you come to uh, Abraham. So through Abraham, in Genesis chapter 15, the Lord promised Abraham that I will give you this land to your descendants after 400 years. Praise the Lord. After 400 years, Genesis chapter 15, verse 18. So these people, the descendants of Abraham, were supposed to go in captivity for 400 years. And uh, after the 400 years, the Lord raised a servant called Moses, who carried them, who confronted Pharaoh, and, uh, and did what? And led the children of Israel to this point. Praise the Lord. So I'm looking at, the Lord, at uh, this God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, who fulfills what he has promised. Can you imagine? How many years are there between Abraham and and this man called Joshua. Because Joshua is just at the brick. He's just at the age of entering Canaan. Praise the Lord. So the Bible says, At the death of the servant of the Lord, uh, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses is dead. You know the problem that we are having this, you know, uh, around the group. In this passage, someone is leaving office, another person is entering the office. The one who is leaving the office was a servant, praise the Lord, appointed by the Lord. The one who is entering the office is also being commissioned and appointed by the what? By the Lord. So the problem, this passage solves a problem of uh, self-imposition. The impositors. You know, some people who come in places and no one has told them to go in such places. 
praise the Lord. Because here we are seeing the Lord is speaking. He spoke to Moses and he's speaking to Joshua. And as you go on reading this passage, the Lord promised that I'll be with you, Joshua, the way I was with Moses. Now you see the, the, the reason as why people, when they enter in offices, they are kind of insecure. So now, where was that God who was protecting the, 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 the whatever? The one you, the, the, the whatever. The person, the previous person who was occupying that office. Anyway, the good news that I bring to you this afternoon is that every person has a divine purpose to accomplish according to the plan of God. Praise the Lord. Every person has a divine purpose to accomplish according to God's plan. For example, Pharaoh, during Israel's enslavement in Egypt, had a plan to fulfill that Pharaoh, whom, that man, the, the king of Egypt by then, when Moses, you know, uh, during the times of Moses, praise the Lord, that Pharaoh. The Bible says in Romans 9, and verse 17, I have raised you that I might show my power in you, that my name might be declared, declared in all the earth. So Pharaoh, in that time of enslavement of Israel, he was created purposely for destruction. So everyone, so it can be the other side or this other side. Praise the Lord. So everyone has a purpose. So even Pharaoh in his wickedness, the man who never um, believed in God, with all those encounters, with the many summons which Moses preached to him, he never be accepted God. He never believed in God. You remember one instance he said, who is this Lord? Pharaoh, that king, by then. He never believed in the Lord. And God is saying in Romans, in the book of Romans in the New Testament, that he created him for that purpose, such that his name might be declared, declared in all the earth. Praise the Lord. In his wickedness. So even in uh, tough, tough times, the Lord finds a way for his name to be done what? Uh, for his glory to be revealed. Praise the Lord. So before a believer starts to execute the divine plan of God. He has to go through several stages of preparation. Praise the Lord. Before a believer does any work for the Lord in the kingdom, there has to be some level, stages of preparations. Praise the Lord. Joshua is an example here. So before we arise and possess and take over... so. These uh, places spiritually, which the Lord has for us, we have to do something. Praise the Lord. So God is in his counsel of wisdom. He promises and he fulfills. We also have some responsibilities. And that's what I'm going to do what? to dwell on this afternoon. Praise the Lord. So how will you know then that your time has come to start executing your divine assignment, you will know. Because in this passage, the Lord spoke to Joshua. Moses is dead. Now take up this position. You will know. You will know. God even currently is in the business, is doing the work of redeeming and commissioning. Praise the Lord. He is still commissioning people to offices. So you hear people, can you imagine? 
How can now someone come and say, I am going to be so and so, a position of leadership? He might have heard from a deity, someone supernatural. Either the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, or something else. And you will know them by their fruit. You, you, you get it? Eh? So, do, actually, you will know them by their fruit. So, by the time someone comes up and says, I am your. So, where did these people get that information from? For example, even in the office of marriage, someone comes and says, I, starts proposing for, to marry someone. Where did they hear it from? So you will know them. So he says, the Lord told me that you are my uh, wife-to-be. Then after a few weeks, he asks for an affair to, as in a sexual intercourse even before the wedding. Then you know that this person might have not been sent by the Lord. You, you get it, eh? Praise the Lord. So, Men and women have made, actually, men and women on the globe, on, here on earth, even in our country, who have made a difference, a positive impact, they were commissioned by God. Many of them. They were commissioned by God. How? Themselves testify. Praise the Lord. Joshua went through different stages of preparation before executing his divine assignments. And I believe the Lord is preparing us. Maybe you are under. Uh, praise I think this word now comes to us. Many online, YouTube, and uh, which else? Zoom. Uh, the Lord has been in the work of preparing someone for an office. And today might be a day of commissioning for that person. And if you do not hear the voice of the Lord sending you to a certain place, please wait. Praise the Lord. So number one, uh, I want us to look at the preparation stages. Praise the Lord. One, discipleship. Discipleship. Joshua was discipled by Moses. I ask this afternoon, who is your disciple? Who is discipling you? You know, are you under someone? Do you receive instructions from a person? Are you being taught and nurtured in the things of the Lord? For example, if I told you joining the preaching ministry, you know, are you being nurtured by someone? If at all you're joining music uh, choir in church, who is your uh, disciple? Who is teaching you? What is discipleship? First and foremost, discipleship is a process of teaching, leading, and demonstrating to others. Dem so that means they are, uh, they, you know, ex excuse me, demonstrating to others what it means to think, act, speak. As a follower of Christ, praise the Lord. As a follower of Christ. So Christ is supposed to be in the marketplace everywhere, not only at church. So who is ushering you into that office? Let me tell you the trouble in this world. Some people smoke pipes. They go to sorcerers simply because they want to displace their superiors from the offices. Trouble. So now, if you use witchcraft and sorcery to displace your superior from the office, do you think you're going to have peace in that office? The wife is crying, the children are crying, uh, the survivors, eh? this person, assuming, has been looking after so many other uh, people. They are crying because the man is no longer having the job. You think you're going to... Uh, 
to have peace in that office. Now the question is, how did you come? Where are you coming from? What is the forwarding? Who is, you know, where is the, who forwarded you? Who is the forwarding or whatever? Who forwarded you? Who seconded you? Trouble. Praise the Lord. So you see the things that are happening in town, eh? Men, women, so many words in this ministry, preaching ministry. So you'll go down and ask, who discipled that person in office? Who brought them in office? Praise the Lord. Joshua, he was discipled by Moses. High level of consecration. Exodus chapter 33 verse 11. High level of consecration. So this is a disciple. So you as the person being discipled, what do you need? Discipled in the things of the Lord. You know, praise the Lord. High level of consecration. Uh, Exodus chapter 33 verse 11. This is Joshua. Whom the Lord was telling, arise, possess, lead other people into their what? In their inheritance, divine inheritance, in the plots which I promised them. Praise the Lord. High level of consecration. In this passage, when you read it, Moses was with Joshua at the mountain. Mount Sinai, he had gone to receive the what? The tablets. Praise the Lord. And I think this was the second giving of the, the, the whatever, the law. To be in the place of the Lord required high level of what? Separa consecration. Remember in Exodus chapter 19, they were not supposed to be with what? With, uh, you know, married men. They were not supposed to meet with their wives for three days. High level of consecration. So, what does it mean? So he was pure in uh, that, that area, you know, free from sexual sins. Joshua. The Bible doesn't tell us that he was married. Really, I don't know. Maybe, yes, maybe, no. It's not so clear in the passage. Anyway, Joshua, high level of what? Consecration. The mind, the heart, outward, the garment, how you speak, how you express yourself. I hear so many people saying, you know, there are so many cases down there. So you, you hear a person assuming an office, but the way they are speaking, praise the Lord, and Another thing about Joshua, he walked the journey of faith. Uh, faith. Praise the Lord, I beg you. He walked, walking a journey of faith. You the disciple. Numbers chapter 13 and verse 8, and even Numbers chapter 14. This man was among the spies whom Moses sent. Can you imagine? Among the spies whom Moses sent, and he came back with a what? With a good report. That means Joshua... By faith, he knew about the Lord, knowledge about Jesus. He had seen this Jesus who parted the Red Sea. Joshua, he was among those people who were fed in the wilderness. Joshua. So he believed in the Lord and trusted the Lord as in, even though they are giants in the promised land, that the Lord was going to help them overcome. Praise the Lord. If a journey, walking a journey of faith. One time there was... Uh, a principal for a certain college. He wanted to appoint um, a what? An academic register. What he did, he organized a party for the staff. 
So they party for the staff, and uh, you know they were served with all kinds of drinks and all kinds of what? Uh, eats. People drank, and uh, you know they they they, they, they drank even uh, you know beers. And they become, you know, and they become drunk, many of them, apart from only one man. And the next day, he called them for a staff meeting at uh, the college. This was a technical college here in Uganda. So he called them, he said, you people, how can then a person lead others when he is a drunkard? So he said, only this man did not touch the bottles, the beers, and the wines, and the spirits. So he appointed that man to be the academic register. Praise the Lord. A journey of what? A journey of faith. Spending much time in the presence of the Lord. This is Joshua. Now the question is, you assuming you want to come into, actually you are assuming responsibility of being leader, of being so and so, a big office in a place of authority. What do you spend, how much time do you spend in the presence of the Lord? You, the disciple? Question, how much time do you spend in the presence of the Lord? Joshua, in Exodus chapter 33 and verse 11, the Bible says, Joshua the son of Nun, a young man, did not depart from the tabernacle. Praise the Lord. Those men who spend much time in uh, the presence of the Lord, they will have something to speak. They will have something to say. Praise the Lord. They will speak a word which brings people together, not to separate them, not to cause decision among brothers. They will not speak these abusive words. So now when you hear a person speaking abusive words, using an abusive language, then you start to question those people's uh, uh, devotion with the Lord. Let me tell you, whenever Moses was with the Lord at the mountain, he used to, he could come, you know, he was with the Lord. So his face would shine, and these people, the children of Israel, would not be with him. So he had to cover now himself. Praise the Lord. So if you are with Jesus, this Jesus, whom the disciples in John chapter 1 spent with, you know, they are two disciples of John. They spent with Jesus 10 hours from that point. And, you know, from that point, actually, these ones who spent 10 hours with Jesus, do you know what happened? One of them went and called his brother. That is Andrew. Peter, Peter, come. We have met the, the one whom the Lord, whom the one who, the one Moses is, uh, you know, wrote to us in scripture. So the one who spends much time with Jesus, he will bring others to the Lord. He will not speak words which separate brothers. Words which cause decision. He will not sleep with someone's wife. He will not still spending. So now the question is, how do we then spend time with Jesus in the present situation? Interact with the word. Read God's word. Pray every day. There is a song the young children sing in, in, uh, in children's ministry. Read your Bible. Pray every day. Read your Bible. Pray every day. Your life cannot remain the same. Praise the Lord. Something else. Uh, and this is about deliverance. Before you occupy that office, 
before you go in the place where the Lord wants you to be. Put. Praise the Lord. I just love that word in scripture. In Genesis chapter 2, the Lord created the garden. He put man in the garden. Before you occupy that office, before you go in that marriage, you need to be delivered. Someone who is struggling from sexual immorality, as in fornicating, then how can you go in a marriage when you still struggle? That means you are going to break someone's heart in that marriage. They will walk away from you. She will go away. Or he will go away. Praise the Lord. Deliverance. You need to be delivered from some evil, from some sin before you enter into that. There is that point when someone is, uh, yes, before the eyes of the Lord, God knows for sure that you will be able to do what? To contend and to withstand the fires in such a place. Praise the Lord. Some people are impositors. They bring themselves in places where the Lord has not told them to, 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 to be. Where the Lord has not commissioned them. And you know what happens? After, you know, small, you know, just in a nick of time, they will leave the place. You need to be delivered. Can you imagine? If, if you were the state, you know, the president of this country, and you were a believer, praise the Lord, or another nation, would you appoint Judas Iscariot to be the, the, the finance minister? You will not. Judas Iscariot, okay, assuming you are uh, a, a church leader, maybe, <laughs> let me see, church leader, someone with responsibility, yeah, in an office, and now there is uh, the fellowship, fellowship for the marrieds, young marrieds, would you give King David to be the chairperson for that office? You remember his story, he was struggling with a sin, sexual sins. You see? Oh, Judas. You know Judah? The, 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 son, the son of uh, Jacob. You will not give such. Praise the Lord. Now, there are so many questions about this issue of deliverance. And time may not even allow us. But two examples. Jacob. Jacob, he flee from who? From Lebanon. No, 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 from his parents. No, no, actually, he flew from Saul. He went to Lebanon. He stayed there for a long time. Jacob was a grabber, he was a thief. Jacob had to be changed, had to be transformed. So on his way back, he met his brother. And I think in Genesis chapter 30, is it 32? That's when he met with the Lord. And the Lord gave Jacob another name. He called him Israel. So there are some things, actually there, there is a state of a believer which might not allow him to do what? To fulfill the purposes, the divine purposes of the Lord. Praise the Lord. So at one point, who is this Jacob? Jacob was a covenant believer, per se. So he is a person who had accepted Christ as Lord and Savior. But he was struggling with what? With the sin of stealing, grabbing. So he needed to be changed. Praise the Lord. For him to fulfill the purposes of the Lord. Fully. So on a daily basis, let me read some stuff here. Okay, there is another person called Simon the Sorcerer. He was struggling with the bitterness. This man was also a believer. The Bible says in the book of Acts chapter 8, he believed 
He believed and he was baptized, but he was struggling with what? With bitterness. So very first, there is, a, according to this man called Graham, Ron Graham, you know what? We are saved in three tenses. Tenses. This is grammar. Have been saved. We are being saved on a daily basis and we shall be saved. The last part, shall be saved. That is when Jesus comes back here on earth. Praise the Lord. And sin shall be no more. The first part, we are being saved from, what, the moment a person accepts Christ as Lord and Savior, their sins are washed away. But does that mean that these people do not sin, commit sin again? No. Praise the Lord. So in the past, you know, our past salvation, praise the Lord, we have been saved. There is a sense in which God has already saved each and every, every what? Christian or believer. In this sense, salvation is equated with the forgiveness of sins. When you read 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 9, it says, We have been saved. Praise the Lord. Then 1 Corinthians, uh, let me see. Yeah, 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 9. It says, we have been saved. And Titus chapter 3 verse 5, it says, we, he saved us. This is in the past what? In the past tense. Now, the present. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 18. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 18, the present. Praise the Lord. In the present. Now, I'm speaking of now. We are saved now. The message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to, to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Who, was, who is speaking? Paul is speaking to who? He was speaking to the what? To the children of, uh, you know, to the, Corinth, to the Corinthians. Praise the Lord. Paul was speaking to them. These people were saved. The letter was written to people who were believers. And Paul is saying that, is telling them, um, the message of the cross is foolishness, foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved on a daily basis. So Paul was speaking to believers in Corinth. They were committing such sin. The Bible says, sin which is not even named among the Gentiles. For example, in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, someone had slept with his uh, father's wife. Such sin. So what do you, no, no. So what do you think such a believer, such a person, what do you think such a person has to do? They need to be cleansed from that sin. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So in Philippians, Paul, the same Paul is speaking to us. He's saying, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Praise the Lord. So he is not telling us to do something in order for us to be saved. He is speaking to believers that on a daily basis, please, would you please do something? Make yourself to be acceptable before the Lord. Cleanse yourself from sin. If it comes in your mind, if there is hatred in your heart, would you please confess and reconcile with your brother? Praise the Lord. First John chapter 1 and verse 7. It talks about cleansing. The blood of Jesus cleanses us from our what? From our sin. That means when we become saved, we are not. It is very possible for a believer to do what? 
to go astray. So the blood of Jesus cleanses us. The present. Now the future part of it. It speaks about, let me check the scripture. Romans chapter 5 and verse 9 up to 10. That is the future tense about our salvation. When Christ comes back the second time, praise the Lord. He will find those who are faithful and he will take them. Praise the name of the Lord. So our topic, we are looking at rise and, and do what? And possess. Arise and possess. Before you arise and possess, who was speaking? God was speaking to Joshua. Preparation. You have to be discipled. You have to be delivered. Praise the Lord. Before the Lord deploys you in that office, in that marriage, Wherever the Lord wants to put you, you have to pass through some, uh, you know, stages of preparation. And if you fail, actually, if you miss out one, I'm telling you, sin will be knocking on your door like how it, uh, the, 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 whatever, the case of Cain. Praise the Lord. So finally, God himself shall send you off. The day of commission, there are testimonies even in our country here in Uganda. Here. In church, Dr. Medad is a preacher in Kampala Diocese. The Lord commissioned him for that ministry. The angels came to him when he was at the university. He testified. Praise the Lord. So there are those things that you do and you know for sure that God told you to do such a kind of thing. Praise the Lord. Last year, is it last year? No, this very year. The Lord commissioned me to do something. And you'll find me doing that very thing when I am having a lot of boldness here at church. Praise the Lord. So today might be a day of someone is commissioning. Praise the Lord. Or to those who have not gone through this kind of preparation, you need to. So then how will you know that someone is my disciple? This is my mentor. How will you know that this is a person who is supposed to help me the way Moses was with Joshua? They will come to you. Let me ask you a question. Why do you think that of all people, John the Baptist is the one who spoke to, to Herod, stop sleeping with your brother's wife? Of all people, in those days, where there are no kings, officials around him, they kept quiet. So if Herod had some kind of discernment, he would have considered John the Baptist then put, actually, he would have put him around, you know, he would be, uh, he would sit before John the Baptist, praise the Lord, because he was speaking what? Something which was not contrary to the will of God. Now, in your life, in your life, who are those people? Who are they? Then Nathan, Nathan came to David and told him, please, you are the man. David didn't know. He didn't know that even what he was doing was evil. There are those places when the enemy puts a veil on the believer's face. So who are those people who speak to you? Please, Mr. So-and-so, would you please do this and this? You never know. Maybe the Lord sent such people to you, praise the Lord, to walk with you. You need again to ask, the Lord, is he the one? Is he the Moses? Is this the Elijah who is supposed to part the waters for me to cross the Jordan? Praise the Lord. You need to ask when they come. And let me tell you, for some people, like Moses, he came to Pharaoh. He preached many sermons, sermons to Pharaoh. Pharaoh instead became so hard and hard. 
Some people, after being confronted and, uh, you know, you help them to know that what they are doing is evil, do you know what happens? They will hate you the more. Problems. Praise the Lord. I want us to rise up. Our time is... I, I want us to rise up. And let us rise up on our feet. I want us to ask the Lord to prepare us. Praise the Lord. And let us sing this song and we say that Lord prepare me to be your sanctuary pure and holy try to with thanksgiving I'll be your living sanctuary for you. Lord, prepare me, Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure, holy, tried and true. With thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary for you. Our God and our Father, we thank you for this afternoon. Lord, thank you for your word. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Lord, indeed, you have the plans and purposes for each one of us, our friends online, Lord, the, 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 the people in the congregation right here. Lord, you have plans and purposes for us in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, even for the nations, even for the families, Lord, for individuals, our God and our Father, would you please this afternoon, realign us, Lord our God, with our destinies in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, you know where I am supposed to be. Lord, you know where this country is supposed to be in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, you know each one of us this afternoon where we are meant to be. Oh God, would you please visit us this afternoon in the mighty name of Jesus. Break all the barriers in the name of the Lord Jesus. Remove all, Lord, move all the mountains that are before us in the name of the Lord that are hindering us from entering in our spiritual kingdom in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, remove the mountains that are before all saints' cathedral, oh God. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Lord, that mountain of the economy, oh God, that is even hindering the completion of the new sanctuary, oh God, the finances, level the mountains, level the mountains, level the mountains, in the name of the Lord Jesus. In the days of Joshua, Lord, you sent a hornet, oh God, and you cleared off, you dispossessed, Lord, you displaced all the Canaanite nations, all the Canaanite 
kings for the children of the Lord to inherit, to possess the land in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, even themselves, they were supposed to have a sword. Kasizi, who withheld his sword when it is time for battle. Oh God, there is. Lord, we have our responsibilities. Lord, in this word you are saying, you have given us the country. You have given us the land. Oh God, you have given us positions of leadership. Lord, you have given to these people marriages, those who are not married. Oh God, what are we supposed to do? We are supposed to arise and possess and take off those positions. Oh God, wherever the enemy has put up his foothold, we are supposed to displace him because the Lord is with us in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, this afternoon, you are with us as a nation to displace the Tobias, the Sanibalas, oh God, from the ministry of finance, from our economy, in the name of the Lord Jesus, you are with us to displace the Judas Iscariots in the ministry of finance, in our, from our economy, oh God, in the name of the Lord Jesus, for the glory of your name. Lord, would you please now pour out your blessing upon us this afternoon and meet us, meet each one of us, Lord, at our point of need in the mighty name of Jesus. Help us to see a Moses. Help us to see an Elijah, prophet Elijah, oh God. Oh God, help us to see those Elijahs in our lives. The ones who are going to part the waters of the Jordan such that oh God, your children your people, that marriage, Lord, that fellowship shall be able to cross from the east of the Jordan where there is no blessing into the land, the land of promise, where there is the blessing, where there are the blessings of the Lord in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for someone specifically this afternoon who was moved away from the place where you, you were supposed to meet them and give them a blessing. Lord, let there be a rest restoration. Lord, let there be restoration in the mighty name of Jesus, that you bring that woman in the place where you are going to bless them, in the name of the Lord Jesus. You bring that man, O oh Lord, in that place where you want to bless him, in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, Lord, I speak this word to whoever put himself in an office where he is not supposed to be. Lord, those who have made a death covenant in the offices that they shall never leave them. Lord, when you did not commission them, when you did not send them in such offices, Lord, I speak a word in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, our God, I speak your word. Oh, God, Lord, I send a hornet in that place. Lord, there are those ones who have made a covenant with death that I shall never leave this office until I die. Oh God, I send a hornet in those offices, oh God, in those places of authority. Lord, in the name of the, displace them in the mighty name of Jesus. There are those who are repentant. Those who are unrepentant, Lord, displace them in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, someone is taking over another person's marriage. There is that woman who is now a co-wife. Lord, that woman invaded this woman's marriage. Lord, I, I send a hornet in the mighty name of Jesus that, Lord, you will give even to this co-wife the man who, whom you have prepared for her in the name... 
Leave now someone's marriage in the mighty name of Jesus. Leave that office. You entered it with witchcraft. Oh, you entered it with witchcraft. Leave that office. The blood of Jesus is against you. The blood of Jesus is, is silencing, is paralyzing that witchcraft with which you entered that office. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. 